Well, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Millennials in Ministry. I'm your host, Aaron V. Lashley, and today I'm really excited to be interviewing Emmanuel Hernandez. Um, he's a worship leader and a personal stylist. I came across him on Instagram one day, and I've been following for a while, enjoying the content he puts out. So, Emmanuel, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So for those who don't really know that much about you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into worship leading and how you started, you know, styling people, just a little bit about your history. Yeah, well, um, I'm originally from Texas. I grew up in a small army town called Killeen in Texas, and I lived there like my whole life. And then I moved to Miami about four years ago um, to help plant the church community that I'm a part of, uh, Voo Church. And, um, but some background on um, like worship and things is I started leading worship when I was 14, and now I'm 29, so it's been about oh, almost cool. 15 years. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Yeah, it's been, been a lot of fun. And um, what's funny is I actually didn't know I could sing until I was 14. I just kind of tried it and when I was in my youth group and um, I actually was pretty good at it. And so um, I just decided to join our worship team and um, I just found a, a love and a passion for the presence of God and, and seeing people's lives change through that and, and be able to be used by God in that. And so, yeah. And so I've been in ministry for, yeah, since I was about, Honestly, since I was like 12, when I start, first started serving. So really? half, like half my life, more than half my life, I've been in church and um, wow. serving God and, and loving it all the way. That's really cool. So when that's your story is funny because I have a similar story. Started in ministry when I was 13 and have been, I'm now 20, I'm 29 as well. So we're the same age, but only recently that I not um, that I stopped working in ministry and I've been marketing now full time. But that's really cool, uh, just to hear your background. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you too. So you moved from Texas to Miami to be a part of the church plant. So like, was it a, a a personal time of prayer? Like, how did you know that moving to Miami and planting, helping be a part of the Vu Church plant was like God's idea for you? Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, Miami was never like on my radar. It was never something that I um, wanted necessarily wanted to do or I even had plans to do. Like, I always felt like I was called to live in a bigger city. You know, I always felt like I would probably would fit in more. And um, so I was always thinking like New York or LA, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it actually did come uh, in a time of like devotional time with God and prayer that the Lord really just like dropped it in my heart and really spoke to me about um, moving me from Texas to Miami. Um, and I actually, I joined, um, he spoke to my heart about an internship and um, I was uh, connected to Pastor Rich uh, Wilkerson Jr., incredible leader. And, um, and so what's funny is I didn't know anything about an internship or anything like that. It really all yeah. came from the field and, um, but I was in this season of really needing to seek God more and really felt like he was putting on my heart to like specifically like fast and wake up early in the mornings and pray and which yeah. I wasn't really doing because I don't like waking up early in the mornings. But um, <laughs> yeah. 
know, it, it came one night. I was I was living with my parents at the time, and I fallen asleep like on our couch, and I woke up at like three in the morning, and I was wide awake, and I was like, well, let me just pray right now, you know. And I started praying, yeah. and when God spoke to me about a move that was going to happen, and he's very specific. He said it was going to happen in in six months, and um, yeah. I was like, okay, you know. And so I immediately like, grabbed my phone. I wrote it all down and um, I just, I honestly felt crazy. I was like, okay, this is either God talking to me or I'm mm -hmm. making up or this is a huge distraction. Yeah. But, you know, I had peace about it. And um, I went to uh, Pastor Rich's Instagram and I found some information about this internship. And um, it was at Trinity Church, which is the church that launched Boo. And um, wow. I, long story short, ended up. Um, applying and I got in and um, and uh, made a huge step of faith and came to Miami. Wow. And so I felt the Lord speak this to me when I was, it was in August of, it was 2014. Mm -hmm. And by January of 2015, mm -hmm. I was in Miami, which is six months later, just like wow. God said. And um, yeah, it was crazy. Cool. And, and I have to, sometimes I have to remind myself that that's my story and how I got to where I am now. Because yeah. it really is like, it's crazy. It just really is like crazy. Like when I think about mm -hmm. it, you know, and think about yeah. the huge step of faith that I took and left my family and, and my friends and everything that wow. I knew that was comfortable. I left that to come to uh, to a place I'd never been to before. Like I don't have family in Miami. Like I didn't know anybody. Wow. But yeah. God, he really gave me a family here. That and it's funny when I met a lot of the people I'm close with now, it's like, I felt like I'd known them my whole life. And that's really? really like a sign that you know, you're like where you're supposed to be. And yeah. um, so there's really nothing like the community here in Miami. It's really special. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I was just connecting with the lady on Instagram. Um, Cause we were just talking about VU conference and how amazing it was and how impactful oh. it was. And uh, she said that, <laughs> the community at VU, like you could feel the love that you guys have for each other and the love that's exuded upon the people that come into the community to be a part of, you know, different things. And uh, even at the conference, you know, everybody's got the bracelets on. So she just enjoyed going to different places and seeing, oh, like, oh, man, we're at the same conference and just that similar love, you know, and it just yeah. that community feel definitely oozed out to so many different parts of the conference. It was really cool. And yeah. um, so I also want to ask you, Emmanuel, so when did you become a personal stylist with worship <laughs> on your plate? You know, How'd you, when did you uh, add that? Yeah. Um, so I started personal styling um, a few years ago in Texas um, is something I, it long, the background with it is I've always like loved fashion, I've loved clothes and um, almost too much <laughs> where I'm like yeah. always shopping and always looking at what's out. And um, yeah. But I would always help like my mom specifically, I was very close to my mom um, with like her clothes and what she'd wear every day and like wear a shirt. Yeah. It would just be a fun hobby and mm -hmm. a passion. And, um, and as I was growing up, I would help my friends a lot with um, their clothes and their outfits. And, and so a few years ago, I was like, why don't I just like make this official and like do this like as a business or, or as a yeah. way to you know, make income or, but also a creative outlet 
to use the gifts that God has given me. And um, yeah. And so yeah, I um, I started in Texas, and then but to be honest, the the market where I was living was there wasn't a lot of people that were necessarily looking for a personal stylist. Just kind of the city I was in. But um, this year, at the beginning of the year, you know, we always um, kind of look forward to see like, okay, what do I want to do this year? What are my goals? Like things yeah. I want to really pursue. And I really felt the Lord put in my heart to kind of like bring it back and, and start cool. it up again. And so, yeah, so I was like, you, you know, awesome. and uh, so I, I had to find my login for the Instagram page and I was like, <laughs> password and you know, update the content and all that stuff. Yeah. And, but it's been really fun. Um, so officially doing it again, it's only been since January. And okay. uh, it's been pretty awesome because I've been able to help a lot of people, people that, um, that I'm close with already, but then also people that um, that I never would have never met before also. And so it's been a yeah. really fun journey. That's awesome. So you also did the styling for the merch for VU Conference. Is that right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, didn't, I didn't design the merch. I wish I would have designed it. But I, okay. did, yeah. I did have a chance to um, to style it, like, for the shoot and, like, help put the outfits together and tell them yeah. what to bring and, and kind of yeah. the vibe, you know. So that was a lot of fun. Honestly, really cool with the styling because the way that you styled, like just on the videos on Instagram and stuff, I would have never thought to put that stuff together. Yeah. But I like what inspired you? Like, what was the inspiration behind the colors and like the certain glasses and stuff? Like, yeah. how do you even think about that? Like, what's your process for that? Yeah, well, um, I, I wish I could take credit for everything, but we did have some awesome uh, people that collaborated and worked together. But um, uh, I did have a chance to kind of take the lead on it, and um, mm -hmm. but our our vibe was like '90s, kind mm -hmm. of like the '90s era, and um, we got a lot of um, of inspiration actually from a few different people, like celebrities right now, like Justin Bieber, Haley Bieber, kind of their style. It's it's yeah. very nonchalant, you know. Like I yeah. care what I'm, wearing, but I don't care what I'm wearing. That's yeah. Kind of like kind of like I just I threw it on, you know, and it just fits perfectly, you know. So yeah, um, a lot of like uh, flared jeans or trousers, and then um, we threw in some like overalls and things like that, and brought yeah. in like old school like like a bucket hat, like stuff that you normally maybe wouldn't put together. But it was cool. We had a lot of fun doing it, and so yeah, it's all about just kind of find having a vision first of what. Mm -hmm. um, you want that the product to look like or what the outcome is and then um, finding the pieces and putting it together. And so, um, yeah, I'm all about finding inspiration and in, in, in different people that are um, doing yeah. it, you know, are That's doing cool. It. That's really cool. So, you know, obviously just coming off of VU Conference 2019, which was amazing. I, w I was there, had the privilege of going and really enjoyed the conference. But I want to ask you, Emmanuel, what did you – love most about the conference like what moment for you was really impactful with your walk with god wow that's so awesome um i think boot conference every year i've only been able to be a part of it for the last about four years but um it's been 
in just an honor and a privilege, you know, to be a part of yeah. it. And specifically to help with worship at um, something like Boo Conference. And um, it was actually Thursday night session. So for those of you watching that don't know what Boo Conference is, it's our annual conference that our church puts on. And it's uh, this year was huge. We, we saw the most people we've ever seen before. And we were in a, a new venue and an arena and it was so cool. And so it was actually, um, it was Thursday night session, the opening session. And I wasn't serving, I was just in the, um, like in the audience and it was in a yeah. time of worship. And, um, you know, to be totally honest, like over the last year or so, I've actually kind of struggled a little bit with my calling and, you know, what I feel called to do. And I, like, I, yeah. cause I've been in ministry since I was so young, it's kind of easy to lose perspective. And, and cause you've yeah. been doing it for so long, you're just like, you kind of forget the why you know behind the what and um mm -hmm. and i really feel like the lord really like confirmed a lot and reminded me of a lot and but on thursday night it was during one of the songs i can't remember the song but um it was just i was a lot of times i i kept my eyes open i was just looking around and i was just in awe of all the people and being able to yeah. see you know what god was doing in their lives and and um yeah. i felt god speak to me and say um that this is what I've, you've given your life for is so people can encounter me in my presence. And mm -hmm. wow, you know, I immediately, I'm, wow. I'm like, I always grab my phone or a notebook and write those things down because I don't want to ever yeah. forget. Oh, and I like date it and time it. Because it's like in moments when you're, you're struggling or you're, um, you're weak or, or you need to be reminded of what God said, you can look yeah. back on things and and see the date and the time or or maybe it's a word of something that's going to happen it's always for me wow. i've always found um assurance and being able to look back and say okay god said it this date that he was going to do this or he told me this yeah. then so i hang on to that promise and so yeah. Yeah, it was, and that kind of like set the bar for me for the whole weekend like after that moment yeah. and um and so getting to serve and and just see everyone's lives being changed and and then last the last night um saturday uh, when carl lentz uh preached it about the holy yeah. spirit and just the whole room just like lit up and yeah baptizing the holy spirit and worship yeah. just going and going and, and getting to serve with um the young lady uh, dominique jones who was just a yeah. powerhouse um she's awesome she's follower amazing. everybody if you're not following yeah her. but yeah. um yeah, it was so fun. So wow. like, it's cool that you were there. I didn't even know that you were there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, I've never been to anything Voo. You know, I watch on YouTube a lot, and you know, of course, Instagram and stuff like that. But me and my friend Jenna decided a few months back. They were like, "We gotta go. Like, no matter what, we're gonna go." Because there was maybe a chance a group of us from our church were gonna go, and then that fell through. So we we're like, "No, we're still gonna go." And it was really amazing. You know, I would totally agree with you. Um, so many impactful moments, but that last night of worship really marked me, and especially wow. with so, um singing. I've never, I personally have never heard a voice like hers, you know, like oh. she just leads with so much authority, and it was almost like her voice was piercing through to my heart, you know, and, and yeah. a, in a way I've never 
experienced. And um, Don Cherie said it so well, you know, you could just tell like her relationship with God just oozes out on the stage as she leads, you know, so that was my first time ever hearing of her. And just to be able to be in the same room while so many people are being filled with the spirit and encountering the Lord in that way was, uh, I'll never forget that night. I will never forget it. And it was awesome. It was really cool. And it was really cool to see you lead and to hear you lead some songs too. I'm like, there's a manual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy yeah. Same. So another question I just want to ask you is, um, you know, my dad asked me this the other day and he was like, you should start asking people on your podcast what their answer is. And he said, what is the impact that you want to make on the world? And I want to ask you that, Emmanuel. You're my first guest that I'm asking that question to. But, you know, you mentioned, you know, the Lord kind of reviving inside of you just that purpose. But what, is there anything that else or any other type of language that you would pair along with that vision that God gave you that you feel like this is why God sent me here or this is what I feel like I want to do while I'm here? Yeah. Wow, that's a huge question. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it a lot. Um, I really, you know, I want to use the gifts that God has given me to um, first off, build the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, But also, I really, um, God has really, over the years as I've grown up, I'm not even that old, but... um, we're not that old at the same age. Yeah. Um, he's really given me love for people and um, uh, compassion for people. Yeah. And something that I really want, I, I hope, my hope is that when people see me and, and, and I can meet somebody or whether I never meet them or they watch this video or, or see something mm-hmm. on Instagram or a video of me singing or whatever it would be, or a song, they hear something, um, I just hope I just want people to know how much they're valued and loved. Yeah. And um and maybe I'll never have to say like, hey, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, but I just want them mm-hmm. to feel it. And like I I, I mm-hmm. believe that God can can flow through through anything, you know. And um mm-hmm. I just really want people to to know how much they're valued and loved um by God, you know, and, yeah. and so um whether that be through worship music or mainstream music or styling, like I, I really feel that God has um, put me on the earth to like really um, champion people and like really uplift them. And, and just, um, I, I always, I, I was talking to myself the other day and I was like, man, like I want, when I meet somebody, like I want them to feel like we're the only two people like in the room. Like I want them to know that they have my full attention and that I see them, you know, and, and just mm-hmm. as God sees them. And so I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah, um, no, it does. Yeah, I, I think that that goes beyond just um, also the church world. Um, I would love to to see that go into just culture and, and into yeah. the world, as we say, and like, um, I really have a heart for people also in the entertainment industry, um, mm. people that seem unreachable almost, you know, like yeah. I, I, I pray for, it, it's funny, like when, whenever a celebrity like passes away or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. like I remember when I was 
in sixth grade, um, the, I remember Aaliyah, I don't know if you know the singer Aaliyah, um, but yeah. she plane crash. And I remember my heart hurting so bad for, mm. for her family and like her fans. And I was like, why do I feel such like a deep burden for someone I don't wow. even know? And it's, it's happened like different people that in that have influence, you know, maybe it's, yeah. maybe I'm still trying to put words together. Maybe it's people that are influencers. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I really have a heart for people um, that, that have influence that seem unreachable. And um, yeah. I don't know what that looks like, but I do know that I, I pray for, for them often. And so yeah. I guess putting it all together, I just want people to know they're valued and loved. And um, so whether mm -hmm. that be music or face-to-face uh, -face conversation or, social media like i just want the light yeah. of jesus in my life yeah that's awesome manuel that's really cool um do people call you manny somebody yeah. put manny there. okay <laughs> um that's really awesome you know i started this podcast for millennials who want to make an impact in their community because i was at the time looking for something and couldn't quite find it and um, because of that that's another question there's only a couple more questions left but i want to ask you you know, what's one piece of advice that you'd give to other millennials out there who want to make an impact in their local community? What would you say to them? Wow. Um, I would say stay the course. That's mm -hmm. what I would say. Um, my pastor told me that, um, and it stuck with me because it's so easy to veer off the path and, and but also um, look around in comparison and look at what other yeah. people are doing and and compare yourself and then you start to get into competition with people when yeah. we want to compare ourselves or compete with anyone um yeah i would say stay the course stay the path stay the journey that god has for you and um and maybe you know someone that's watching or listening like they don't know what that that journey looks like yet for them you know like i would say mm -hmm. find some people that you look up to that you want to be like that are already where you want to be you know and, and yeah. um doing it better than you are you know yeah. and uh yeah you know find those people and surround yourself with a community of people that that have your back and are going to cheer you on and root for you and um but yeah stay the course even in the mundane moments in the ordinary day-to-day -day, like today's a monday you know days like mondays you know yeah. are never fun but um right. you know stay the course stay the path and um and god will use you to make a difference yeah it's emmanuel or manny manny as i said maybe call you but uh last question i want to ask you concerning fashion you're so obviously fashion forward i follow your stylist page and it's really really trendy really cool uh what are some fashion trends that you would give um, that are happening right now for tips for women and for men? Like, what are some things that are trending right now that if we want to step up our fashion game, you would uh -huh. give some tips for? Wow, that's a good one. Um, I'm really, like, I'm really simple and, like, classic when it comes to the things that I like. Like, I like trends, but I when I help people, like, with styling, like, I try to, like, stay away from too many trends because it's a trend that's going to come and go and so like yeah for for anyone that 
is trying to up their fashion game. <laughs> I think yeah. things that can never you can never go wrong with are some awesome fitted jeans or trousers. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say that, I don't mean like the tightest jeans you can find, but <laughs> things that are form fitting that show off your figure. Um, and maybe if you're someone who's not necessarily comfortable with their figure, then I would say um, like some straight leg, like trousers, you know, I, I'm really, I'm really big into right now, um, like tucking shirts in with pants. I, it's like yeah. I, outfit I wear, I'm doing that. But um, uh -huh. yeah, like you can never go wrong, like for guys, like you can go to like H&M or like Forever 21 or Zara. Zara is having a huge seasonal sale right now, actually, plug for Zara. Yeah. But um, you can uh, uh, get like some high-waisted, for women, you can get high-waisted trousers with like a cool belt and you can tuck in like a tank top with it and put a cool denim jacket on top or a leather jacket. Yeah. Um, for guys, you can get some some trousers and tuck in a simple basic tee with that and then with some like all white sneakers actually we're talking about trends a trend um right now is air force ones are a trend okay <laughs> i don't know yeah a lot of people are are getting uh air force ones and the cool thing about them is their shape is in silhouette is so cool that it just it's timeless and it'll just be cool any time of the year um yeah and Actually, the dirtier they get, the cooler they look. <laughs> which is really? Kind of, yeah. And um, okay. So yeah. So um, form-fitting um, jeans uh, or trousers, um, crop trousers and crop jeans are really cool, where it shows your ankle. Um, and you can wear socks or wear no socks. All depends on the look you're going for. If you're going for more of a classy look, maybe no socks. If you're wanting more of like a uh, hipster or skater look maybe do some yeah. white socks and then like tuck in a, a t-shirt with uh, the jeans and um or the trousers okay. and um for guys i would even suggest like rolling up the sleeves on the sides of your on yeah. your arm just a little bit just to kind of show yeah. off the bicep a little bit and it just really is a more of a refined look and so okay um, i hope that makes sense <laughs> and i hope that's yeah, no, that's cool I noticed too, like for even the way that you styled some of the Vu looks, and granted, I know you're going for that 90s vibe that we talked about earlier, but a lot of the shirts were tucked in. There's a lot more oversized shirts too. Is that a thing? Yeah. Like having oversized shirts? Yeah, like you don't you don't want your shirt to be so tight that you can't breathe in it. Like you want <laughs> you want to have enough like fabric to where it kind of falls over the the band of your pants a little bit like yeah. you don't want it to be like pulling you know where you can see yeah like the wrinkles in the in the shirt so like for me i would usually like get a small in whatever shirt i'm wearing but i've, I've opted to start mm -hmm. getting mediums because like gotcha. i'm not even the, the biggest guy but i just like to have more to work with and like gotcha. it just, yeah it's like you can you can always shrink a shirt but you can't make it bigger so <laughs> that's true that's true yeah. all right Emmanuel. well uh thank you so much for joining us on this show i really appreciate you taking the time to tell us you know about your walk with god about vu about fashion and about what god's doing in your life so it means a lot and um if people want to stay in touch with you and just follow along with what god's doing in your life what's the best way for them to do that 
Yeah, well, you can definitely Instagram is the best way. Um, my personal Instagram is Emmanuel underscore Keith, which is my middle name. And um, my personal styling page is EKH style altogether. And so, yeah, I pretty much post my life on either of those pages. So. Yeah. Yeah. Most people do that these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. For sure. For sure. We'll stay in touch and just cheering you on and all that you're doing. It's really impactful and I appreciate your time so much. Thank you. Great talking to you.